Welcome to Real Presence Live. My name is Janine Bitson, and I'm joined by my wonderful friend. Roxanne Solon, and nice to be with you, Janine, and all of you out there. It's so wonderful to be together, Roxanne. I tell you, we have such a beautiful morning this morning of guests uh, in our lineup, and so we just hope that you stay tuned for the whole two hours, uh, not just to listen to Roxanne and I, but our wonderful guests. Absolutely right, Roxanne. That's right, that's right. How how have the last couple days gone for you, Janine, as you're getting ready probably for Thanksgiving and all of that? You know, it has been just uh, wonderful. Um, you know, there's all kinds of uncertainties in our world, and uh, my dad has biopsy today, and that's an uncertainty. But you know what? I am just really at peace because, you know, as Miguel, Miguel Pro, who we celebrated his wonderful feast day yesterday, he's such a, oh, just an example for us in our time of suffering. Um, as we go into the holiday season, we know that there are a lot of people who are suffering, and we just want to unite to them in prayer. Um, so as we do every day when we start Real Presence Radio, we begin in prayer. And this morning, Roxanne, I just want to bring a little um, quote from Miguel Pro. Okay. I just think it's really, really um, important. Do not be terrified. I believe, O oh Lord, but strengthen my faith. Heart of Jesus, I love you, but increase my love. Heart of Jesus, I trust in you, but give greater vigor to my confidence. Heart of Jesus, I give my heart to you, but so enclose it in you that it may never be separated from you. Heart of Jesus, I am all yours, but take care of my promise so that I may be able to put it in practice even unto the complete sacrifice of my life. Blessed Miguel Augustine Pro. I tell you what a beautiful man who was a martyr of the faith and led so many to Christ. And in this world where we're just bombarded with so much uncertainty, the one thing we can always be certain of is that Christ is our King. Mm-hmm. And governments will come and go. Up, uh, <laughs> Pandemics will come and go, mm-hmm. but we always have Christ as our King, and and there's just so much comfort in that, and uh, just to trust in in God and all that happens in our world. Absolutely. One, one just quick thought before we bring on our first guest. Yeah. I feel like as you're talking, the yearning of our hearts is to not be alone, to not journey alone, to always have someone with us, and we will be alone, but God will always be with us. And I just hear Him reaching out for that and just trusting in that. And that's so beautiful because that's all we need. And that's, that's what we do for each other too. We accompany each other and, and bring God to others. Absolutely. And hopefully, hopefully Real Presence Radio does that for our listeners. Um, you know, it is definitely an apostolate from God. And we're just, you know, workers in that field. Um, and, and what a humble blessing that is for us. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So, well, as we as we uh, go into our first guest here, I'm so excited. Uh, we are joined by Nellie Edwards, and Nellie is the artist of the Mother of Life uh, painting, and it will be the 10th anniversary of this painting uh, that 
has been brought to the public. And Nellie, welcome. It's it's so beautiful, and I can't wait to have our listeners hear more about it. And also, I'm just going to tell our listeners quick, go to www.paintedfaith.net. If you have the ability to gaze on this image, as Nellie tells us about it, you will just get that much more out of the interview. So welcome, Nellie. Thanks for being on with us today. Thank you so very, very much. It's a real honor to be with you. Nellie, can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Yes. Well, I am one of nine children. (laughs) My parents, uh, you know, really um, uh, valued um, the gift of life, and that was instilled in me. Uh, The sisters, of course, further inculcated that. I was taught, actually, by three different orders of sisters. It took three to get me in this shape. <laughs> but, uh, you know, the, um, and the, 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 my fourth through eighth grade, uh, I was taught by the missionary daughters of the Most Pure Virgin Mary, um, an order out of Mexico, actually. And, um, you know, they really inculcated that. Uh, devotion to Our Lady of Guadalupe, and, uh, you know, I think of of what she said to Juan Diego quite often, especially in this crazy world we're in today, um, am I not here who I'm your mother? Mm. You know, that gives me such such comfort, mm-hmm. and uh, it, it, instant peace, really. Um, so, yes, I grew up in a very, you know, uh, devout family, praying the rosary uh, daily. <clears throat> I didn't always appreciate being on my knees. <laughs> <laughs> Not a lot of people do. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I've come to really appreciate it uh, so ever much more uh, as I've grown in my faith, and and the Lord has just blessed me in so many ways. I'm, I'm truly so very thankful. Um so I married a man from Wales, Great Britain. He only had one brother, and when he proposed, I said, well, are you okay with a big family? Because I want a big family. <laughs> and he said, yes, I am. He said, my brother and I didn't get along half the time, so yes. Uh, give these children someone to play with. If they don't get along with this one, they can play with that one. Anyway, it was... Um, a, a real journey of faith. I read Humana Vitae um, as, a, as a young newlywed, and I was able to convince my husband of, it, of the truth contained therein, the beauty of it. And um, it, it, I'm so forever thankful to uh, Pope Paul VI for pinning mm-hmm. that, for allowing the Holy Spirit to move through him, knowing that it would not be well-received. And you know, I'm, yeah, I'm so glad you brought that up, Nellie, because uh, for our listeners, Humanae Vitae, uh, Pope Paul VI, his encyclical, it's so prophetic. If you go and read it today, Absolutely. and all the things that have transpired since it was written, oh, God, um, yes. it, it's very, very powerful. So just want to sneak that in, Nellie, while uh, you brought Absolutely. up such an incredible resource that Pope Paul VI gave us. I, I wanted well, you to... Know, I really... Oh, I, I just wanted to let our reader, our listeners know that um, Nellie is from the great state of North Dakota. And, and the reason I mentioned that is because 
I met your painting, Nellie, before I met you, and now I've had the privilege of staying at your home and, and having a lunch with you. But not everyone, I think a lot of people might be familiar with, with your, your paintings, and the Mother of Life in particular, but not know that you're, you're among us. So uh, tell us a little bit about your, your North Dakota journey. Well, well, okay, so I was raised in Washington State, and, um, you know, we, um, we just discerned, my husband and I, that uh, we were being called into that strange land, <laughs> you know? We, we, we had no relatives, no roots here, but we discerned it was God's will to move to North Dakota. And um, now let me, let me back up a little. Um, reading Humana Vitae really seared into me that you know, desire to, to share the good news of, of God's plan for human life, for marriage, for family, and all. And um, eventually, I uh, discerned God was saying to go to the local abortion, abortion uh, uh, I call it abortuary, okay, um, and offer assistance to these young women arriving for their abortions. Uh, my, my little group and I were put on trial twice for our efforts, peacefully offering assistance and praying, you know, um, and uh, both times vindicated and allowed even to go on to the normally private property. So um, when, once we discerned moving to North Dakota, I uh, prayed and I said, Lord, what am I going to do there for the cause of life? You know, we were moving to a town of about 200 souls. And, and um, you know, they're mostly senior citizens, so what am I going to do? Well, the Lord then um, led us to start a family business based on my little sculpted um, ornaments and whatnot, which we wholesaled to the uh, gift market. Um, and uh, I, I felt led to call the, the business Mother of Eight Designs. Some of your listeners may may have a trinket or two of, of ours. But um, in 98, this is interesting maybe, um, Bishop James Sullivan told me at a Eucharistic Congress there, he came up to um, our exhibit and uh, told us that he had just returned from his Ed Limina visit. I think it was in uh, 98. I, I'm a little fuzzy on the time frame, but... Um, he, he told us that he had put some of our ornaments into the hands of Pope St. John Paul now, mm. <laughs> obviously Pope John Paul, um, and he said the Holy Father immediately prayed a blessing for you by name. Wow. And let me tell you, I think that was the squeal heard round the world. <laughs> <laughs> well, such a special man and such a special gift oh, to our church. I, Yes, I loved him just from the get-go. I had such great love for him. And so I really claimed the grace of that blessing. And, you know, you look back, you connect the dots, and you think, yeah, I think that was kind of a catalyst. I really do for what I'm doing now. (laughs) Well, tell us a little bit about, if you could just describe, maybe for those who can't see the website, um, Tell us, describe your painting, Mother of Life. I know you have a lot of other work out there. It's beautiful. I have some of it in my home. But because this is one that's kind of made the rounds, um, tell us about it and and kind of where it's traveled to as well. Okay, well, if I can just preface with um, the fact that I had no 
ability for fine art. I had no training. I was, you know, one that thought one day when the kids had grown, I'll take lessons. Um, I had the desire, but I had demonstrated to myself more than once that I would really need the lesson. And so I was looking forward to doing that someday. And um, through a series of events and an act of obedience uh, that, that was going to, I knew, cause our income to take a big dive, um, I, I talked to my husband. He agreed. And um, lo and behold, out of that, um, and you can, there's a summary on my website, uh, but... Um, out of that came this um, means to create this um, this work. What I was doing was I was scanning. Um, I scanned some of our uh, pasta designs, and then I was able to add with this PC tablet, um, which again came out of this act of sacrifice. It's, it's quite a story. But um, suddenly, as I'm working on something to create posters for our existing customers. We had customers like the International Peace Garden and Biltmore State was a regular customer, you know, airports, visitor centers, etc., cetera, uh, specialty gift shops. And so I was able to create some posters and name drop that venue, and they, you know, that was being well-received. So that's all I'm thinking of when I get this idea that I have to do a portrait of Blessed Kateri Tekakwitha. And that was in 2007, and I I waved the idea off because I knew I didn't have that kind of talent. And it kept coming, kept coming. I finally thought, well, if, if this is a nudge from above, it should be evidence. So I decided to try, and oh my goodness, it was requested for the canonization issue of Columbia Magazine hmm. for the cover. We're and so on it goes, on it goes. So now, uh, fast forward to 2011. Um, you know, I on that note, uh, you know, 2011, we're going to hit that when we come back from the break. But thank you so much for tuning into Real Presence Live this morning. We're going to go on a quick break. But when we come back, we're going to hear about 2011 and what happened to Nellie Edwards. And you don't want to miss it. Presence Live to come on the Real Presence Radio Network. Hi, I'm Carrie Dew, the Executive Director of Riverview Place in Fargo. The blessing of our foundation built on faith and our sense of fellowship strengthens our sense of safety, security, and community. This is what the region has come to rely on at Riverview Place for the past 35 years. We'd love to have you join us. Call 701-237-4700 to set up a tour today or check us out at homeishere.org. Do you know a priest who has made a difference in your life or at your parish? One who has helped you through a loss, discern an important decision, or celebrated the sacraments with you and your family? Real Presence Radio would like to know about these amazing priests. Visit our website at realpresenceradio.com contact to nominate your priest. And each week on Real Presence Live, we will recognize one of our priests with a dozen donuts generously donated by a local business. Help us honor our fathers by nominating your priest today. 
Hello, this is Mike Kidrowski, Director of Advancement for Real Presence Radio with a creative gift planning tip. Have interruptions impacted your charitable giving? If you feel like you have less to give this year or are waiting until you get through these recent challenges, we want to let you know about some creative gift options that won't cost you a dime this year. For example, you could designate Real Presence Radio as the beneficiary of all or percentage of your IRA or make RPR beneficiary of a percentage of your estate or specific asset. Make a bequest commitment gift this year without impacting your savings or investments. To learn more about the benefits of making a charitable bequest, please visit our plan giving website at rprlegacy.org or call me at 701-290-4503. Let's get started. You're listening to Real Presence Live. Now, back to more inspirational and uplifting stories and a look at the extraordinary things happening in our local area. Heard right here on the RPR Network. Welcome back to Real Presence Live. My name is Janine Bitson. I'm Roxanne Solomon with you this morning. And we're just so grateful that you've tuned in with us. We've been visiting with Nellie Edwards, who has done this incredible painting of uh, the Mother of Life. And she's been unpacking just her story and how this all came about. And what's so cool, Nellie, is that you talked about this act of obedience. And, you know, God doesn't always qualify the equipped. He calls the willing, right? And, And here, what a phenomenal story this is of yours. And how, by no, uh, how should I say, some of us are born with talent. (laughs) And quite honestly, you were born with it. You just didn't know you had it. Um, And how your act of obedience brought out this amazing talent that you have that God blessed you with. So tell us about 2011, Nellie. Well, um, okay, so preceding that, several people asked me over a two or three year period of time, if I was going to attempt a new version of Our Lady of Guadalupe. And I would always say, uh, no, heaven left her image, and it's quite good. <laughs> I don't feel the need to be competing with heaven. And so it was absolutely out of the question. Plus, I knew my dear sisters would, the missionary daughters, which I told you were from Mexico, uh, would, would probably not approve, I, I was thinking. But, um, no, I, I really believed it would be a reverence. To go there, so I totally ruled it out. Uh, so one day I was, I sat down to um, do a new work of Our Lady. I wanted uh, to show her grieving uh, for a little aborted babe, and I figured she'd be in white. And I'm working on just the upper portion of her body, her the contour of her face, and and uh, about maybe 45 minutes into it, not much there. And suddenly, a very strong awareness came over me that this had to be Our Lady of Guadalupe. Hmm. I still get a little emotional because yeah. I was so stunned. I was so stunned. I literally looked up and I said, Lord, is that you? Mm-hmm. I didn't want to offend God. And um, I prayed. And then it was like, suddenly, yeah, I could see the opportunity. I had her already turned uh, profile view, the side view. And I knew that the sash around her belly represented to the Aztec that she was with child. 
It was mid-December when she appeared to Juan Diego. Mm. So now I had the opportunity to show that that reality, that full termness and of, of Jesus in her womb, Jesus, the light of the world, glowing in her womb. And um, they have her kneeling in adoration of him. So that's a huge, for me, that really got me on my knees. <laughs> To um, to really uh, appreciate that he is, you know, there in every tabernacle in the churches around the world, and I, I need to act like he's there. I need to be there with him, oh, and yeah. I need to encourage others to do that. Mm-hmm. But uh, you know, the the, the double uh, blessing of of this being has become, you know, basically an icon. In the pro-life movement, I can't tell you how many times and ways and places that this this is in, you know, Christ pregnancy centers and, and maternity homes and adoration chapels, parishes, homes all over the, you know, U.S. And um, um, I've had this incredible experience. Just a week ago, I had a call from Ireland. You know, it's getting out far and wide. Of course, thanks. To uh, the Knights of Columbus for asking for it for the cover of uh, Christmas issue. I think it was, you know, 2013, and and then Scott Hahn posted it on Facebook, and it literally went around the world. I could see people commenting and sharing uh, from Japan, Brazil, Germany, Jerusalem. <laughs> It, it, it astonishes me because I didn't want to go there. Oh man, Nellie, that is so beautiful. And and you know what's even even uh, more beautiful to me is as you're telling this story. I mean, obviously, our Blessed Virgin, you know, in adoration of Jesus Christ the King in her womb. I mean, that is number one most beautiful. Um, but your humility and humbleness and how you're giving glory to God. That, you know, you were that instrument for him to bring this into the world. And and just even how you're emotional uh, and choked up about it. I mean, that is such a witness to us as Catholics because everything we do in our life should be giving glory to God. And um, we yeah. need to recognize yeah. where it comes from. And I thank you for that. I really thank you for um, um. just bringing that. Uh, to our listeners and and to me today. And Nellie, um, one of the reasons I, uh, you know, we have you on today is I had seen something on Facebook that you were willing to offer this image for free um, to an organization, maybe a Knights of Columbus out there that would want to put it on a billboard. You're not asking for any. So um, do you want to share a little bit about that kind of hope? Oh, yes. Okay. I I am so happy to to, um, offer the image uh, which the way it would work is the organization, which the Knights of um, Columbus of Palm Beach, um, oh, I don't know how long ago now, asked for it for a, uh, a billboard. Um, Keep Christ in Christmas was their program, and so they wanted that. And 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 since then, a number of other organizations have have uh, asked. To use Mother of Life for for one you know purpose or another, and it's usually, of course, you know, to promote the the message of the gospel. And um, 
recently a group in um, uh, Idaho near Boise asked, and it just came to me, you know, that I need to provide the image. Uh, so whichever group it is, uh, they would do the fundraising to pay for the board, and I would simply send the image to the billboard company. Um, I, I have one designed that I can change out the um, the wording, you know, but they can add their organization name at the bottom. I can do that for them. And um, I, I just, um, actually, before the presidential election, uh, a Catholic men's group um, uh, sponsored 40-some billboards around the country. Mm-hmm. And... Um, and all, I didn't ask for anything in remuneration. You know, I, uh, people will license the artwork for one thing or another, and um, uh, such as this group that called from Ireland. <laughs> right. Well, <laughs> Nellie, and you're right here in, in, in Minot, North Dakota, so it's just such an honor that, that you've represented our state and area so well through your work that's going out all over the place. Where can people get a hold of you to, to investigate or inquire about using that image, especially as we're entering into Advent here. It's such a perfectly timed thing to be able to contemplate. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Well, okay, again, the website, and I have to clarify, because when you say painted face, some people hear painted face, and mm. it's not face, it's, it's our Catholic face. <laughs> right, so, F-A-I-T-H. <laughs> paintedface.net and there you can contact me through the website Um, you can see you know the gallery and you can you know read the summary story there and um, I'm I'm so happy to take calls I love visiting with people in fact (laughs) I I get a lot out of those, those conversations it's so wonderful and just an incredible joy and and blessing to me And I I hear that. I hear that joy. I just hear it. It just comes through the sound waves so beautifully, that joy. And that is what this season of Advent should be all about, is, you know, Jesus, others, ourselves, as we get ready for Jesus to come into our life, that at that Christmas day, we can have that right order of who is... um, who should be first. And so can you tell yes. us, you know, as we get into Advent, um, just uh, tell us a little bit how you feel this painting can bring people uh, deeper into their Advent journey. Well, I'm very happy to tell you that I've had just so many, so many tell me that looking at it gives them a sense of great peace. You know, the biggest thing is I really need to mention is that mothers that have been abortion bound have decided against the abortion because of this image. And there is nothing more profound to me than, than that realization that that image has its own grace. I didn't put it there. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm, we're privileged to be able to talk about this today because it's the 10th anniversary of this painting, Mother of Life. And I just want to mention on your behalf, Nellie, that the USCCB 
requested this for their Walking with Moms in Need program and requested an extension on the license this year. And, and, and you were blessed to, to present a framed print to Archbishop Nauman, the head of the USCCB Pro-Life Secretariat at the 2020 Life yeah. Runners Annual Banquet. I, I just wanted to throw that out because God is really using this image in a powerful way, not just, you know, uh, through, through our area, but just all over and even through the church in a very special way. So I just want to thank you for, for yeah, heeding the call of God and, and, your, and for your heart for pro-life ministry. Um, as you know, I've shared this image downtown here in Fargo on Wednesdays, and I'll be doing that today again. And just want to thank you for, oh, your, for your heart. Thank you, my dear. I appreciate it so very much. And, and the prayers, because, you know, since I've been doing the artwork, uh, uh, Old Hornhead has been relentless in, in trying to foul, foul up the... The project, shall we say? So, so please um, pray for the artist when you look at the artwork. <laughs> absolutely, <laughs> absolutely, <laughs> Nelly. And paintedfaith.net, www.paintedfaith.net is where you can find more about Nelly's artwork. She also uh, does Christmas ornaments. So, if anyone is looking for Christmas ideas, you can get some on her yes, website. Uh, yes, Mother of Light has translated very well into a, a, an ornament that has sort of a clear snowflake uh, uh, framing around it. So it's very nice. Yes, it is. I have one. Well, Nellie, we thank you. We thank you. Thank you so much for joining us this morning. Uh, We're going to have to close our interview with you as as much as we would love to just have you all day and hear your joyful, uh, just your joyful personality and your your obedience, your humbleness and humility uh, to give glory to God. It's just a gift. So thank you again for joining us. Up next, it's a chance to cheer our priests and seminarians on. Stay tuned for our next interview on Real Presence Live. Live, engaging, and local, this is Real Presence Live, where we bring you positive and uplifting stories and share the great things happening in our local area on the Real Presence Radio Network.